Hi, this is Bobby Kamari, and I want to thank you for listening to the Living in Light podcast, where we love to explore some of the incredible ways that God shows up with his love, light, and liberty in and through everyday people like you and me. So this episode is part two of an amazing chat that I had with my friends Emmanuel and Iodele Edwards. Now this couple is phenomenal. Everything about them is lush. They're amazing creatives, amazing parents, phenomenal leaders. I mean they are gorgeous and so I'm so excited that you get to listen to part two. If you haven't listened to part one then do feel free to go back and listen to the previous episode but for now enjoy today's show. We are actually just going to dive right back in. I'm going to get you both just to say hi. Hi. Hello. Um, and last last time's podcast was a lot about family and culture and as both of you being in the arts and entertainment you're incredible creatives you um you help facilitate other people's creativity massively but I want you both to begin to talk about what that creative journey has been like for you both so as a creative for both of you how have you kind of got to this point just a really short version of your creative journey. Um, for me, I I guess I went to drama school. Mm-hmm. And when I finished, I went straight into work, doing musicals and stuff. And then had a bit of a dry spell, like no work, no auditions, no nothing. Mm. And I started to question my creativity or my kind of ability to act if I was meant to be an actress or if I should yeah. just get a normal job. Um, and then at that point, God started to talk to me about creating my own work, but I wasn't brave enough mm-hmm. and the courage to do it because uh, when you go through the drama school system, there's a way and there's a format. Um, and so I thought that I needed certain things in order to be able to do those things. And I didn't feel like I had them. And I, yes, my husband said, you need to start putting your stuff out. Um I was like, what stuff? I don't have anything. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was quite strange, but I'd always written and always kind of put things down. And when we were in the group, uh, when we did, we were in a group together and then we took a break. And in that break, I wasn't really creating anything. So I yeah. was like, you need to do something with this thing you have. You know? Yeah. And so I did an album. And then after that, I... What was the name of the album? The album was called Forever Becoming. Mm-hmm. And when I did the album, I wanted to, I wasn't sure what kind of music I wanted to put out or what I wanted to say, but the thing that was always on my heart was the journey that I'd been on. Yeah. And so it was family, it was kind of uh, uncertainty and kind of finding God in the Identity. Yeah, yeah. all of mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. And so when I did the album, I felt like the Lord was saying, okay, but there's more that I want you to do with this project yeah and um I didn't I didn't actually I couldn't articulate what it was supposed to be but I felt like you know when you sing a song in three minutes you're saying how good you are Lord how amazing you are I I I felt like God wanted me to um strip the songs Mm. and bring out the real story Mm. and that's where the stage play started to come alive like what are you saying you know, um, with this song, I had a song called Daddy's Girl and it's just about my relationship with my dad that I didn't have. 
and and God wanted me to really go back into that and yeah flesh it out more and really talk about it yeah it's an issue yeah you know it wasn't just to it wasn't something that I needed to put a plaster on but something yeah. I needed to kind of um look into and dig into and so when I looked at each and every one of the stories on the album it created the stage play mm. um one woman show um so I decided to call it uh becoming and the album is called forever becoming so this stage was just uh becoming so over the years I feel like God has been inviting me to create with him. Yeah. I haven't been brave enough to do so because it's so big when yeah. he shows me something. Yeah. I went for a stage of making snoods. I'd never used a sewing machine before. Yeah. And God gave me an idea and I created that. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I sold it for a bit and then it was like, oh, okay. And for me, it just feels like I've been stumbling mm. on these things. Mm. Um, mm. As a person who didn't know what they wanted to be growing up, I... I am a, a living testimony that God has a plan and a purpose yeah. for everyone yeah. that he creates and everything that he makes. Because when I was growing up, I didn't see the future. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. it was possible to dream. And in God, I've, yes, I have, um, I, I went to drama school, but there's so many things I'm not qualified to do, mm. but by his grace, mm -hmm. I've been able to step into them mm. and do them. Mm. And I've seen profit from them. And so yeah. then I know that, wow, it's, it's a gift. Yeah. You know? um, and yeah. so, so you're, and even in my kind of friendship with you and just watching you and supporting you, like you really have, I guess, had this not lifelong maybe, but perhaps lifelong, but it's like, you've had this mantle on you to release this one woman show mm. that I guess at times the greatness of it was hidden from you and it may have just seemed like a project at the time mm. but over time the Lord has clearly shown you that mm. you know this is actually a calling you know yeah. like becoming yeah. is a calling and yeah. you doing this one woman show and actually everything that then comes out of it mm is not a project don't ever yeah. think is a project it's yeah. actually a calling mm. and so everything's almost been kind right. of moving and being maneuvering towards this yeah. and the call of that now I think is becoming more and more um clear to mm -hmm. you uh, but it's been amazing to see the journey of that being unveiled mm -hmm. to you yeah. and the strength and the conviction and the momentum of it just growing over time yeah. where literally who knows where it's going to go, yeah, exactly. but it is going to be generation changing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. going to create, it's just going to mm -hmm. change the, the direction. I think especially for your culture, for mm -hmm. the Nigerian culture, because it deals with shame and it yeah. deals with issues that, you know, a lot of our cultures are, are unwilling or don't know how to confront it. and it mm. and we'll talk more about what yeah. what becoming is all about um in terms of the themes in it um but Manny share uh, a little bit about your creative okay. journey so um I um come from a musical family uh, my mom is a worship leader um and my dad he owned a few recording studios back in Africa wow Nigeria. Uh, in Nigeria yeah Benin to be exact yeah, and I remember um, um, coming over to the UK, um, you know, back in the day, you couldn't really tell your parents or um, your parents' friends that music is what you did. Yeah. They didn't see creativity that 
it wasn't that um, accessible respectful. or lucrative or yeah, respectful yeah. back then. Um, so I came, I remember when we came in this country um, because my mom felt like she wanted us to have a, another level of education and, and my, my parents sent us over and um, I remember music has always been something that's always been in me from mm. an early age. Mm-hmm. Um, I taught myself how to play some of the instruments just because I was that passionate about it. Um, so when I came over, I went to a performing arts school uh, called right. Brit's School, um, went there. And I think I didn't really know what I had because I, I had always played in church. Yeah. Um, I play a few instruments. Yeah. So I've always played. Can we, can we hear what they are? Because you'll just not even tell us, but yeah, we want know, to know no, what they you are. Know, the funny thing is, there's that thing of when I pick up an instrument, I may not have never played it. Yeah. But if you leave it with me for just a few hours, wow. I will figure out how to make it yeah. work. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It's that thing of you hear a sound. Mm. And if, if you can, how, the way I see it is, how do I get this thing to give me that speak. sound? Yeah. yeah, to speak. Mm. And I will keep going till I find out. Wow. And that's the thing I love about, um, like, um, there's this picture of this woman in, in Africa, in Nigeria. She was in the back garden. There was all kinds of stuff happening around her, and she had a violin. And I think she had a baby at the back of her, and she was playing a violin. It's that thing of making use of what you have, mm. and no matter where you are. Mm. And for me, I've always seen it like that. So uh, I went to the performing this performing arts school, which is great. I went there, and everyone just made me feel like I was a star. They were like, "Oh my God, you're just so good! You know, you play the drums, you play keyboards, you play a little bit of the bass. What's going on?" And for me, I was just a church boy because I played mm. in church, you mm. know. And in church, they don't tell you you're great. You just do what you, you just do. Serve. You know, yeah. you just it's serve. an offering before so the Lord. The, yeah. yeah. So for the first time I went to this school and everybody was saying, oh my word, you're amazing. And it was a performing arts school owned by record companies. And I remember when I went in there, um, there was a, a, a chap there who taught business, music business. And he said to me, he was like, you're going to go far. And I was like, okay. So every time I received praise, I never really took it to heart because yeah. I just thought, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm just playing. Yeah. So while I was there, I, I got to learn a lot about the music business, how things worked. And I think I was 17 or 16. Um, I had uh, my first deal where I signed with Universal Music um, Publishing. Um, from there, I got the buzz. And obviously then when I went back to my dad and said, you know, yeah, I'm doing music. And they saw the money in your account. They're like, yes, my son, <laughs> yes, go. You know, everybody was excited. You know, things started changing. And so I did that. And then after that, I always wanted more. So after I did that, I felt God was saying, okay, now we're going to set up a label because there, was, there wasn't enough um, labels out um back then christian labels and i felt god was saying okay i'm going to empower you to set one up mm. i said but i've never done one before mm-hmm. and god is like mm-hmm. i'll talk you through mm. and so i used some of the contacts i had before so i set up a label and we put a group together that's how me and i you know um met, met. yeah yeah we put a group together <laughs> called g Curio and that was the first group um in the album and then we put out a few projects after that but after doing that for a while, for a season, you know, and I was always creative. Yeah, ten. Wow. And wow. I was always, I was always creative. Mm. You know, that's the thing about creatives. You're doing one thing, and you're getting another idea. Mm-hmm. You know, and yes. it was just crazy because yeah. I, I, I was getting ideas about business, ideas about this, and I was like, oh god. 
and but I've learned how to control that now. Um, but so I, after doing that for a few years, and I realized, I I finally did one audition. There was a big boy band. I did this audition with this boy band, and I was the first member that was chosen. So I was asked to now bring in other people to join the group, and the group ended up being a massive, you know, well-known group in the UK. And I remember. After I brought in my friends and we all came together, the final I think audition, so where they flew in someone from the states um, to come down and have a look at the group, just to make the final decision. And I was told you're in this group. In、mm-hmm. fact, you're the main person.、Mm-hmm. And、mm-hmm. then they turn around and the person said, "Oh, you know what?" So later on, the lady who Had been managing us. She contacted me and said, "Oh, she was crying." I was like, "Why are you crying?" She said, "Oh,、um, can you believe the guy, the brother? He said that. Oh, you don't look like a star."、Wow. But what was so weird is that day、um, when I tell the story, I laugh because that day when I went in for that final audition, I, I don't know what happened. I went to my barber's and I told him to give me a Bobby Brown haircut. And I, that season had gone past, but sure, I don't、yeah. know what was going on. And then I wore this trousers. We call it "I Fear Ground." What that means is <laughs> it doesn't touch the floor. She's afraid of the floor. So, and honestly, I don't know what was going. She's in fashion now. It, yeah, yeah so, very much so. But the crazy thing is, all that I realized later on in life, even wanting to dress really well. All this came out from this lie that、mm. I was told that I wasn't、yeah. a star. So when、yeah. this lady called me, she said to me, "Oh yeah,、um, he said that you're great, you're the best out of all, but the problem is you don't look like a star."、Mm. So when she said that to me, this is the first time ever in my life I had been rejected or mm. felt rejected mm. Mm. ever.、Yeah. Every audition I did, we did that Weber,、yeah. we, we nailed、yeah. it. It、yeah. was fine, and I was like, okay. Not knowing from that point that I actually then took on the role of always being behind,、yeah. watching. So I started、wow. developing artists,、mm. and I would never want to be in front. Yep. And what started happening was I, I get in the studio and I'm working with an artist, and to the point of where I tell them what riff they need to do is the things I would do. Sure. I'm putting in、yeah. them. Yeah. So they're doing all these things, and I, I never wanted to go to the front. I always wanted to be behind, and I, I couldn't, I didn't know why that that always happened. And I was like, wow. Till one day, I had a meeting with our pastor, Pastor Rod.、Um, I went to see him. We were just talking,、mm. and while we were just talking, so he asked me some questions, and he asked me, and then this story came out, and then when he came out, then he was like, you know, Emmanuel. Let's break that over you. You、wow. are a star. God has、yeah. made you the light, and He prophesied over me. We prayed. I started crying for the first time. I realized that I had been carrying this yeah, burden, this lie. You know,、yeah. this lie for、mm-hmm. years、mm-hmm. that I never wanted to be. When people said to me, "Oh, do you want to do?" I go, "No, no, no. It's all right. I'll just stay behind."、Mm-hmm. You know, and I had found comfort、mm-hmm. in being the back mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. You know.、Mm-hmm. Um, until recently, and it's taken even now. It's taken five years、yeah. for me to get to where I am now,、yeah. and feeling that God is saying, "Okay, now it's time."、Yeah. So for the first time, so after taking time off music, I went in and I, I, 
I wanted to take a break, you know, just to find out, God, what do you want? So I worked in events. Um, and then only recently, I felt God saying, okay, you know, I've been recording an album for the last 10 years. I've probably recorded the album three times mm. over mm. Um, because I, I constantly get songs. Yeah. I'm every, if you yeah. see my phone notes, yeah. it's filled, the recorder is wow. filled with songs. Yeah. As I'm here now, I, I can open my mouth and a new song will come. It's just from, I don't even know. Yeah. It's a gift from God. And so now I feel like God is saying it's time. So yeah. I am now in the studio. Um, wow. Now in the studio, just recording. And it's, it's not really, the funny thing is, it's not about me. It's the freedom. This is my story for someone else. Yeah. So it's me sharing and, and God has given me this thing that we, we're working on at the moment called United by Worship. And it's really, it's a, it's a safe home for artists where they come together. We develop at the same time, we lift up the name of Jesus. Mm. And it's not just for one nation. This is going to go around the world mm. and mm. We, we take it around. We come together and minister. So that's yeah. where we are now. Um, awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, so great to hear that. Um, what I actually love many is like when obviously Pastor Rod and we, we love our pastors, Pastor yeah, Rod and um, Pastor Julie Anderson yeah. from Commonwealth Church. Church. Big up wow. for the most amazing pastors. Um, but when he like, you know, prayed that over you and helped you get wow. free from that lie. But what I love is that it wasn't like, right, okay, you're set free now. Now go out there, you know, go get your destiny. It was almost as if the Lord was like, okay, you know, before you were behind the scenes because you had to be, because you had believed a lie. But now you're going to remain behind the scenes and you're going to build people up, not because you have to, but because you want to. And that's what we've all awesome. seen, you yeah, know, as, yeah, as people that love you, people that walk with you, people that have been led by you. Like we have watched you esteem everyone else's creativity higher than your own and you have never relented and even in the seasons when you've had prophetic words where you know that you're about to give birth you know like you're on the edge or like you're going to die if you don't release what's inside of you (laughs) but you've gone lower still and it's Mm. always come back to okay but you know what I'm going to sow my time I'm going to sow my resources I'm going to sow my words I'm going to sow my encouragement into others and so it's so delightful for all of us that are watching and even for io mm. you know i'm sure to see that okay oh, yeah. the time yeah. the time is now and so yeah. io what what has that like how is that for you even if, as you've watched manny just surrender to the lord with all his gifts hmm i mean it's been it's been a journey but um he's really great at what he does um, whether he's behind or mm, in front, mm. he's amazing in front. He's amazing. Um, and it, it's weird because we see it at home all yeah, the time. Yeah. And sometimes he's, I'm singing his songs. I'm like, if you don't release this thing, I'm I will. To, yeah, exactly. You know, and um, I think, I think, yeah, coming to this place now, is um it's been a long time coming long time but um but that's the thing that it's like what you were saying bobby about the process yeah just because you've been healed over something it's not sometimes straight away oh yeah yeah, this is it there is still a process within that yeah and a maturing and a stewarding that you have to learn because the the so-called group that you know 
I was meant to have been in that would have been the end of everything, they're not together. They're split yeah. and, you know, they owe their record company money. Yeah. I didn't have to go free any of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. now I understand. I'm like, okay, thank you, God. You had a plan. Yeah. You know, but going through this process now and, and it's literally trusting it's like God saying, I'm going to put you before kings. And yeah. you're like, yo, I don't even look like I'm worthy to be there. But it's like, yeah. I said, yes. I will put you. Yeah. Not you put yourself there. Yeah. I will. Yeah. So now, totally leaning mm. on him. Mm-hmm. Mm. His word. His, mm. When the Holy Spirit says, go left, I go left. Yeah. You know, And it's totally just leaning on that. So I am in the process. I'm yes. still going through it. Yeah. But I, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Really blessed. Yeah. It's beautiful yeah. to see. Yeah. And I just can't wait. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, yeah. And, f- I mean, for you, Io, like, just the support that Manny's given you in your calling, mm-hmm. you know, um, what has that felt like for you? Because, obviously, initially, when you did Forever Becoming the One Woman Show mm-hmm. at Notting Hill, like, what we talking, eight years right. ago? Um, and we went to that, and it was so sensational. And I remember Manny being there with you on the stage, doing mm. the music with you, like even I think singing one song with you. So we've seen him champion you yeah. in the most glorious way. How has that been for you with Becoming, as it's been established, having your husband there in the creative process, in the unraveling, what's that been like for you? Um, it's been it's been really good. Um, Emmanuel is amazing. I mean, it's like having him on any project it's gonna he puts his all into it yeah i've seen him do it for other people yeah um and yeah he he's 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 done a lot like from not just being on stage like the photography yeah um recording the songs like everything he's had his hand in um and it's amazing to see because i think for me it all goes back to growing up i didn't see men championing Mm. women Mm -hmm. i didn't you know, it's like only a special few could have that privilege, but I've seen what God can do. And I also realize the importance of, um, of waiting. But even more than that, when we got together, one of the things that I, I don't think, um, I don't think I've shared it before, but one of the things that, um, Emmanuel said to me, he said, what is your vision? Mm. Now, if someone that likes you and you like, and they're asking you what your vision is, not, when can I, yeah. when can we go out? Yeah. So we had this meeting at the studio where um, he told me to go and bring my dreams, like wow. all the things I've written down. And oh funny enough, our vision, the things I had and the things he had were quite similar. Mm. Mm. Um, and I guess from that moment, I had the respect for him mm. because it wasn't just seeing me as, you know, a woman or my woman. Mm. He saw me as, uh, a creative, a partner. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's been, it. that's what our journey's been. It's that like I respect his work, I respect his opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I respect um, the fact that he's available to work and he wants to, because if he didn't want to do mm-hmm. it, he, he wouldn't touch Yeah, it. of course, yeah. You know, I remember when I used to have gigs in the past, like, babes, you're going to come? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? But, you know, when it matters, yeah. he's there. Yeah. The thing, um, the thing is, when, when I met, when we met, um, I remember... God saying to me, part of your mandate is to make sure this woman is successful. Wow. Um, and God mm-hmm. is saying the success is you just being yeah. representative of me, yeah. meaning Christ. And because I'm like, what can I 
how can I make you successful? And God's like, it's not your money, it's nothing like mm-hmm. that. It's just, just be there and I'll tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's common sense for me. If my yeah. wife is successful, I'm successful. Mm-hmm. If my wife is not successful, I don't know what kind of success I'm thinking I'm having. Mm-hmm. Two are better than one. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I, I think the, the, the key thing is I'm secure in who I am. Yeah. I'm yes. not worried. I'm not threatened by or intimidated. Or intimidated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so secure that it it didn't it didn't matter if my wife was in the front and I was at the back. Yeah. I'm not worried because I yeah. know I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I, one thing about me is when people have visions and they come around me, I don't see honestly. I don't see the impossibilities in yeah. those visions. Yeah. It's easier for me to champion you and your yeah. vision yeah probably that me to do my own yeah but i don't see boundaries mm. and, and i think with, with my girls even my daughter yeah it's it's part of it's i have to make sure they are successful yeah it's not about me yes yeah it was never about me it's it's all about them being the fullness of what christ has designed them to be and for me it was an honor to be on stage with my wife to 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 get her because this is what I'm trying to say. Like, as she's doing what God has called her to do, there's peace in your house. There's peace in your house, <laughs> oh, one. I no, see. No, there's peace in your house, one. And then secondly, your wife is a better woman when she's... Why? Yeah. I remember when she came up to me, because this is how I think. I think the way I see it is, if they say it's impossible, there must be, let's create our own. That's how I think. Mm. Most of the skills I've learned, I've learned not to really be using for other people is to use for the things we need to do you yeah. know, more than anything. And yeah. I remember her, her artwork, her photos. I just picked up a camera and I went on YouTube and I was like, yo, we're going to take these pictures. Let's yeah. buy, get the best camera there is. Let's make it happen. And I learned just to do that. And for me, it's, it's really important that, you know, if there is a guy out there, don't be intimidated. You know, we have a vision. Mm. And for us, her vision is my yeah, vision. Literally exactly. is my vision, her yeah, vision. That's yeah. how the two become wow, one. It's yeah. not, it doesn't necessarily mean what I do, she does. No, it doesn't mm, mean that. Mm. It just means her passion is my passion. Mm. Her success is my mm, success. Mm. And so it, 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 for me, it, it's a joy because mm. every time that happens, I support her. I feel like God is saying, nice one, my son. Mm, That's one mm, thing TikTok, mm, mm, you know, and yeah, it, yeah. it empowers her as well. So I, I'm always saying to her, I'm like... You're I, always I, challenging her, I'm, pushing yeah, her forward absolutely. come out of your comfort zone. Same as yeah. my daughter. Sometimes they don't like it. Yeah. Because they're like, yo, dad, what, 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 we're doing it. And I'm like, guys, don't you understand? Because like I said, it's always easier for you to see the best or see everything there is to see about me yeah. than for you to see your own about sometimes. Yeah. And I see it clear with them. And yeah. because I see it clear, I'm like, okay, so there's no, what my no question excuse. to them all the time yeah. is, why can't you do it? And yes. they don't like it when I say yeah. it. And I'm like, is it the money? Okay, we'll find the money. Is, yeah. it, is it this? 
And every time there's another excuse, yeah. another excuse, but now the excuse is now going, yeah. which is great. And yeah, thank yeah, God. yeah. But for me, it's but passion, even for so. you, I suppose that it could we could reverse that and just say even for you, yes. it's like there is no excuse now for you there to isn't. step into the fullness of everything that God's got for so, you. So, B, I, I just I just hit forty, and I was saying yeah. to Aya the other day that <laughs> I feel like life now started. Yeah, I, I literally yeah. don't have any time to waste. Yes. So what that yeah. means is. Is I am running at yeah, the moment, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I'm running, and I have a baton in my hand, mm. and I'm passing that on, but I'm not actually looking left or right. Mm. This time round, the mandate is just look straight mm. and just run. Right. So I actually yeah. don't have any more time. So my time now is extremely yeah. valuable. Yes, yeah. that I'm now looking at the things I do, yeah. and I'm like, okay, God, what does this need yeah, to be there? Totally. It's so important because yeah. now. I'm accountable yeah. for what God has given me. Yeah, totally. No one else. Yeah. So if I understand that, I'm not waiting for anyone yeah. to give me anything yeah. or put me on a platform. I don't yeah. need that. I need to do what I need to do. Yeah. If God wants to put me on the platform, great. But yeah. I'm not I'm not waiting for that to happen. Yeah. So we're releasing awesome. five albums at the same time. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> um, Ayo, talk to us about um becoming. Like obviously becoming is a one woman show um that really tells your story. Mm. And there are some really as I, I probably mentioned in the previous podcast, but there are some really um complex themes in there that actually need addressing mm. and confront some unspoken about issues that I think have brought so much liberty to anyone who's come to watch your show or engage with your story so just talk to me about what some of those themes have been um some of them I guess raising a child alone like single parenthood Mm. um I come from a single parent family yeah um and I didn't even think it was a I didn't I didn't see anything wrong with it because it, I didn't want to get married yeah. growing up. Um, so in in my story, it ended up being such a big theme. Sure, uh, yeah. Growing up without a dad. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think that it, it was a problem because, you know, it's like now you've got voices saying that a woman can do anything a man can do and mm. all of that stuff mm. but there's a reason why god created man and woman yes that balance is so yeah. important yeah i grew up with my mum. mum is amazing she's strong and but she's not a man yeah and i watched her bend over backwards to provide for mm. five kids mm-hmm. and as you know she she did a great job but there's certain things that the, the personality of a man and the characteristics of yeah, a man. Yeah, and the attributes. And the attributes. Yeah. A woman cannot yes. give that. Yeah. You can play tough and do, but... You weren't designed for that. No. And you can do it as a substitute and you can do it because, it, it you know, you have no choice yeah. because we live in a fragile and broken world. But actually, God designed yeah. men and women to be together as one unit Definitely. and reflect him yeah. in his totality, mm-hmm. isn't it? And I think that part of my issue was just not like I felt like I was unbalanced Mm -hmm. um and then in going in putting this story together I had to go back into my past I had to look at all of those things that where did insecurity come how do we know that we're afraid what is what is that stuff about the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit started to you know just confront me with it that this is what you need to deal with B 
being unsure of yourself, doubting yourself, like that timidity. Yeah. I didn't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. And in taking the journey back, I realized that it was born out of so many broken, fragmented pieces. And then me, myself, becoming a single mom um, was a different baggage. So over the years, I'd gone through stuff that I hadn't really dealt with, just mm-hmm. kind of gone through the motions. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a certain point in your life and everything hits you all at once. Yeah. Um, you know, it looks like depression. It looks like, oh, I don't feel like going out. It feels like, it looks like I don't want to talk to anybody about this. It it, lo- it has different... Uh, it's, it, appearances. Yeah, appearances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to um, look at them, bring them forth. But the thing about the single parent thing was that when my... Um, when I'd say to my mom, I didn't want to get married, she would say, no, I'm praying for you. Yeah, you know your story is going to be different, and it's something that she'd wow. always have. Like, what's this woman talking about? Yeah, like, I was starting to view men. All men, I was saying things like, "All men are the same. Mm-hmm. They cheat. They mm-hmm. leave. They." Mm-hmm. I had the, the that rhetoric, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't fruitful and it wasn't godly. Mm-hmm. And because now I understand that you know the the things that we say are so important, mm-hmm. and my mindset was was speaking all the wrong things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, God really had to change my mind in that regard. Um, There was, uh, like, when I... I I was pregnant first when I was about 20, Mm -hmm. and I I aborted. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel any way about it. Sure. It was just like, you know what? Where I am right now... This is what I need to do. I need to do what I need to do. Yeah. Um, And then later on, it's like, God started to remind me about all these things. Yeah. not to condemn me, yeah. but to say this has happened and it wasn't dealt with. Yeah. And and it wasn't so much the act, it was the aftermath because I didn't yeah. speak to my mum about it. Yeah. And then um, it wasn't until later that I spoke, to, I told her she was so upset. Yeah. She was so upset. Like, she, I didn't know that my mum didn't believe in, like, abortions. Like, yeah. you don't do that. It's a yeah. child and you're, yeah. you know, we will support you. Um, and I think the reason why the play was weighing so much on my heart is because every time I spoke to people, the issues that yeah. we have are yeah. all the same. Yeah, yeah. But no one wants to talk about it yeah. because we can't discuss it. No one should know that you're doing it. Yeah. Um, if people find out how they're going to perceive you, okay, yeah. not even you, how they're going to perceive your parents. Yes, yeah. Um, I remember doing the R&D, my mum saying she didn't want to come. Yeah, Because yeah, I told yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Um, what was in it. Yeah. So she didn't mind the show, but I yeah. said, oh, I'm adding this bit. She said, oh, Ah, yeah. What are people going to say about me? Yeah, exactly. I was like, but it's not like it's no reflection mm. of you. Mm. I made a decision, mm-hmm. and I'm living with the consequences. Mm. Um, and I just wanted to, I want, I want families to talk. Mm. I want people to mm. talk about mm. the issues that cause mental health is- yeah. issues, the issues that make us go into those dark places that mm. you go into a spiral, you don't mm. come out. Mm. I want people to like children to be able to say, you know what. Um, I'm confused. Mm. I don't know what I want to be. Mm-hmm. Without saying, what do you mean? Don't know who you want to mm-hmm. be. Like, like there's still fifty year olds discovering mm-hmm. who they're meant mm-hmm. to be. Absolutely. You know, and just I just want conversation because where and, there's conversation, and authenticity, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Where where there's conversation, I think there's a there's a chance for healing. Yes, absolutely. And, and prayer. Yeah. And it's like you're speaking those words, and then you're able to break the line. Yeah. Until um, Emmanuel spoke to Pastor Rod about you know what that person said. He was carrying yeah. it with him. Yeah. But you speak yeah. to someone who's older, wiser, they realise, uh-uh, that's, that's not from not, God. Yeah, that's not exactly. right. And yeah. it's broken. Yeah. If we're able to have 
people that we talk to. Yeah. They're supposed to be the family. Yeah. yeah. But the family's broken down so much yeah. now that you yeah. know you are making community with people like minded people. Yeah. Um, rather than yes. blood, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um but what I think what's incredible is that God has given you this gift to be able to tell stories and like you said before to be able to address those issues of heartache and brokenness and actual enslavement things that enslave you that God's given you a gift that allows that dialogue to take place Mm -hmm. that allows those those places of brokenness to be exposed Mm -hmm. so that they can be healed Mm -hmm. and I love the fact that he's using this show to address these issues through your own transparency Mm -hmm. through your own vulnerability but I think when you're a creative in a culture such as the Nigerian culture or for me the Indian culture you know like when we come from cultures that are not western I think there's an added pressure on our creativity because not only are we on our own journey Mm -hmm. not only are we kind of exploring and whatever but we have an entire community or an entire culture to take into consideration because what is it going to look like for them so how has that been for you both as creatives to be free and to step into what god has called you to be but also wanting to honor your family your culture like at what point did you have to say like for example with you io you said to your mum in the end that hey this is my story Mm -hmm. but i'm sure there would have been a point in the past where you couldn't have said that to her, perhaps. So how's it been for you both being Nigerian, mm. being Christians and being creatives? It's been a journey. Mm. I think that um, courage is is, uh, is is a journey. It's a process that you wear daily until your armor's big yeah. enough and, yeah. and until you're tough enough to kind of like things just roll off you. Mm. Um, at first, I was worried about what my whole family would think, mm. but... I've got an amazing husband mm. and every time he, he would be my bouncing ball. Yes. Like I would have to yeah. say certain things to him and he was just like, look, you need to get free. Yeah. And, and I didn't realize that it wasn't my family. It was me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't whatever they will, they will be happy. They'll be fine with it. Mm. But it was me thinking that I didn't want to bring shame. I didn't want people to know that mm. kind of we had this cause this shows about my family. Mm. <laughs> Do you know mm. what I mean? Like how, how, um, uh, I was going to use a word, but I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> you, you know, it, it's like, yeah, like every family has major issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember yeah. getting into a rabbit hole during research for Becoming. Uh, I was looking at family secrets. And this girl had started as a tweet on on uh, um, Twitter and about family secrets. And people were sharing like... Wow. Like crazy and amazing things. And I just thought, you know what? my family stuff isn't that crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. need to get free in my mind. Yeah. It was all mm-hmm. mental. Yeah. It was all for me in my mind. Psychological, it was, isn't yes, it? Yeah. It was all um, what I felt like society wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. So like Emmanuel would say, look, we need to pray about this thing. and We need to, you need to be truthful with yourself. Mm. You know, your family aren't stopping you. Mm-hmm. In your mind, you, you think that there's something that you need to present to them mm. that they're going to be happy with. But actually, you need to do you. Yeah, And in totally. doing that, yeah. you will liberate even yes, them. Yes, absolutely. You know, my, my yeah. family came to see the show and they loved it. Yeah. Um, and, and I think when you watch it, it just makes you think about your own family mm-hmm. and your whatever processes that each person needs to make mm. um, to to 
find heat to get mm-hmm. healed mm-hmm. To get and healed. get whole and to get whole yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it also helps when you um, have a family that's supportive that definitely helps yep. if you have that yeah but when you don't have that sometimes you will because this is your story and if, if there's something in you that needs to come out it basically needs to come out there's only so much that you can so much time, waiting you can do yeah. waiting on your family to approve yes you get to a point where you're like do you know what or waiting I'm, for anyone to anyone approve to, exactly yeah. mm-hmm. but you get to a point yeah. where you're like do you know what uh, this is my life yeah I'm going to be accountable for this what I'm doing with my yeah. life so I need to do what I need to do. And, and for me, the encouraging part is when you start whatever process, it's like you in fashion. It's it's like you with your book, mm, you know, mm. um, you've got out. When you hear the testimonies, mm. so what we do is we wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we say, wait, is this more valuable? Yeah. No, I'm not saying that the other things are not valuable, like our family's concerned. Oh, yeah. You see, those are very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because tradition is big in yeah. Africa and yeah. India, as you yes. know. Yeah, You know? But the honest truth is, if there's more light... Yeah, yeah. Then we choose to go where there's more light. And I yeah. remember the testimonies that came mm. every time Ayo did her show. Mm. Um, the testimonies after... We've had people in tears mm. after the show mm. and saying that they just felt like someone has just now spoken the, the the thing they've been holding for so mm. long someone now is taking it out of mm. them but mm. they didn't have to say a word yeah someone else but just being there they've been part of that journey even got so deep that the next show we do now we've had to sit down and talk about how to really help because you've opened people up now where, where do you go next yeah 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 so yeah. now we're, we're working with you know counselors people yeah. who will be available so good yes just because it's really deep, but like like going back to what I was saying about you have a mandate. Yep. You have something to do here on this earth. Discovering you is yep. so key. Exactly. Yeah. And there's this thing at the moment where we're trying to be like others. Now, yep. don't get me wrong. You can aspire to or use certain things people yep. have out there, but the reason why you were created is because there's something about you that no one else yes. can do the way yeah. you would do it. Yeah. There's no one else yeah. that can do a Bianca Pat like Bobby would do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> there is just something about your hands, how yeah. it's created you. Yeah. But you have to first know you were perfectly yeah. made mm. by him. Mm. So for us, it, it's, it's, I remember there was a song on the, on the album that we produced um, and Ayo sang on the song and I remember... For her to get that song right, you know, I pushed it so much in the studio. You know, I've had doors slammed at me, all kinds of stuff, because I want the <laughs> best, you know. And at the end, I was going to pull the song off the album. Mm-hmm. But I felt God's peace in it to go on the album. Mm. So we left it on the mm. album. It was mm. just the song, mm. you know. Um, a few, I think about a year later, you know, we went somewhere and someone was really thinking well, they, they were going to take their life. Mm. It always goes back to this mm. thing. Yeah. And mm. they had, we gave them the music, the CD for free at an event mm. and they played the CD. We didn't know. So you see, when you see people, yeah. you're talking to them, they look normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because normal to us is, yes. yeah, you can yeah. talk, you're yeah. cool, yeah. but there's something deeper happening yeah. inside. So he was planning to take his life after. So he mm. just happened to be in this show mm-hmm. and then we gave him a CD. He mm. played a CD as he was driving 
um, he started boiling in tears because wow. of what was the song was saying. Mm. And that touched him and he now wrote us this long email and we read it. I, I think all of us, our, our jaws just basically dropped. Wow. The point is, you know, what God has given you, your story, your gifting, it's not just about yeah, you. Totally. You're just yeah. a carrier. Yeah. That's yeah. your you're the steward. You're, yeah. you're carrying this thing, yep. but in you carrying it, it's part of you developing it. Yeah, you and launching being bold, it, being bold, and, yeah, going after it. Yeah, the, and, and until people keep saying, "How do I overcome?" You overcome first when you take the first step. <laughs> Stepping mm. out into the deep is mm. overcoming. Mm. When you get to the other side, mm. then you can mm. say, "Wow, mm. I overcame." I overcame. Mm. But until mm. you get there, you mm. don't don't. You, yeah. you need to first step. And it is like. Um, I think with every step of you just stepping out into obedience, the more you get closer to God, the more it is an injustice and a, a and actually a discredit to God to, him, yeah. to be anyone but you. Yeah. And every single time you step into more of what he's calling you into, the more you begin to then just shake off and break off any like imitation and any people pleasing, any fear of man. And I actually think that's like an ongoing journey Absolutely. that we're all on. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes as Christians, I think we even fear what the church is going to yeah. say. And I definitely want to tap into Io, um, the show that you were involved in recently, just before you started uh, becoming again, because that show was something that many Christians would not necessarily be able to understand how a creative might you know, what the conviction might be behind a Christian being part of a cast of a show that might address kind of like really worldly themes or so on. Um, and for me personally, I definitely feel that, you know, unless we go into the darkness, you know, because light shines the brightest in Absolutely. the darkness. If we don't go into the darkness, like how are people even going to know about the light Absolutely. of God? How are they even going to know about the love of God? But I think sometimes for Christians, it can be intimidating to go into those areas. But you have most certainly been called by the Lord as an actress, as a singer songwriter, as a performer to go into those places in the arts that maybe others would be too intimidated to go into. So just talk a little bit about your conviction behind the show that you were most recently in mm -hmm. and you know, and, and some of the fruit that came out of you being obedient and being exactly where God positioned you to be. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's weird because before, I don't think I, there was, it's been a journey. Mm. That, that's, I, I know that yeah. much in terms of confidence. Yes. Because when I went to drama school, I thought that I could do anything. Sure. And when I came out, I felt like I could do anything. But the reality of the business is that it's not always so because certain types of people are chosen mm. um and so over the years i've had to deal with a lot of self-esteem issues of um just going to an audition and not getting the gig and mm. thinking oh it's because i'm not good mm. um and just always resorting back to that place and taking a while to get back mm. um after doing that for a while and then after i started to work on becoming i think that there was just a conviction that i had in me that whether i act on a professional stage or not this is who God has created me to mm, be. I'm mm, a storyteller mm -hmm. um, through uh, ex, um, through songs and and through play, and it was important to have that understanding and to have that truth drop in my spirit, because up until that moment, I thought that 
getting on EastEnders was the life, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Going to get that one gig on that. So, yeah. And, so I'm sort and of you're made. Yeah. And, I, you know, and, and God was like, no, there was a day I had a, I had this image. I was out of work and I had been, I think I'd uh, been down to like the last few on an audition and then I was like, oh my goodness, if I get this job, my life is going to change. My daughter's going to private school. I had, you know, mm. everything. And then God said, um, I just felt the Holy Spirit say, what are you going to say when you get there? Mm. And I was like, get where? When you get to where I'm taking you to, what are you going to say? Yeah. What's going to be your message? And I just had to stop in that moment. And I was like, what message? yeah wow what what am I supposed (laughs) to be saying (laughs) and at that point I was empty because I was just going after yes Mm -hmm. I was just like if then I'll prove to my family that you know acting can be a good move and then I can do this and I can do that but um over the years God has um definitely built up my confidence Mm. and he's built it up by saying work on the things that I give you to work on Mm. because if I tell you to do it um, it's actually a friend that said it to me. Um, I was in a crazy place and she said, whenever you're asked to do something, it's because God wants to partner with you. Mm. It's not just a project. Mm. He wants to partner with you to bring, and it's not about the end result. Mm. It's about the process that yes, he takes you through. Absolutely. You're learning. The people that mm. I'll be touched that, that mm-hmm. by it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you were saying, Bubby, about um, who, who will go into that darkness? Mm. You know, if we're light, mm. where there's light, there is no darkness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we should be overcoming yeah, most yeah. of the darkness. So yeah, that there's yeah, light yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's the honest truth. And it's like, I remember one time someone said to me, oh, you're Christian. So why are you working with musicians that are non-Christian? Because when they come in my studio, they, they see Jesus loves you on the wall. Yeah. They know my faith. They know yeah. what I stand yeah. for. And sometimes all we're just called to be. It's not even reading the scripture at them. Sometimes yeah. it's the way you live your life. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you don't have to say a word. Yeah. You know, they, they turn and they say to you, oh, do you know what? There's something about you. I don't know what it yeah. is. You know? Yeah. That's an opportunity. And yeah. I go, well, yeah. I love Jesus. It could be that. That's why. Who is Jesus? Yeah. The door is yeah. open. Because God, and that's why sometimes many of us creatives, God has given us such a gift that we don't even understand how this gift, how we acquired it. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. how, how are we so or good why at we acquired or it. why we mm-hmm. acquired it. Yeah. And God is like, for me. Yeah, as a signpost of my glory. My glory expression revealed. Of my beauty. Yeah. You know, I've mm. chosen you yeah. to reveal my glory. Yeah, yeah. And so, so, but you have to have the peace to know that, you know what? In spite of what my head is telling mm-hmm. me, mm. I feel that God is sending me into this place. Mm. And it's, it's not a, you're trying to prove a point because no. that's the, you have to be careful yeah. that mm. God's, because if he's taking you in there, he's made provision. Yeah. Totally. He's covered yeah. you. Yeah. You know, so he, he's, he's done that. So you got to be, some people use that as an excuse. Oh, God is sending me to go on date this person who's not yeah. a Christian because yeah. he would change them. Be very careful. Yeah. You need to yeah. ask him because yeah. you can go into that relationship and then things can start getting rocky. And then you're saying, God, I want to get out. But did he even send you mm-hmm. there in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's really important to know, to have that peace that mm-hmm. God is sending you in. And mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. us, you, you hear on the head, somebody has to go mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, although I know that you can be a, a, a new believer and 
be on fire and you can go into darkness and, and still have um, a level of protection. But oftentimes I think you have to be mature to go into those yeah. dark places because your character has to be able to be sustained. And, and it's that revelation of God's love. When you go into those dark places, you're going with his love. You're yeah. not going in, in your own strength. You're going undergirded by his love. And, and that's a safeguard. It protects mm. you in the darkness I as think, well. Yeah. It, but it's that maturity. And, and so this show that you did, um, it is... It, it has come from a place of maturing. Mm. It has come from a place, you know, maybe you wouldn't have done that show five years ago or whatever, but it's that place um, of you saying that it's a journey, you realizing that actually I carry something mm. and I'm not gonna operate in false humility or I'm not gonna sh hide my light. Yeah. I'm not gonna keep myself safe. Mm. I'm actually gonna go into the darkness and let everything that I am reveal That's the goodness it. of yeah. God. Um, so on that show, just share briefly, Io, about how you got involved, why you got involved, and as a result, what kind of happened. Um, I got involved, well, I read the novel, yeah. and I loved it because I've never seen a Nigerian woman be so bold, mm -hmm. or, or I say female characters be bold, and, and the writer was, you could tell that she was trying to make a point with all the characters, actually. Um, and when I read the novel, I thought, cool. Then yeah. I found out they were doing it in Nigeria. I was like, wow, cool. Yeah. Then I found out that it was being done over here. Wow. And so um, the director, I've worked with him for many years. He called me in um, to do the workshop to begin with. Mm -hmm. So did the workshop and I played one of the wives. Now, because it was the workshop, we didn't really have to kind of go fully. There's basically an end scene where there's a confession. Mm -hmm. um, all the wives confess mm -hmm. um, to what they've been doing. So um, it's about a polygamous home. Um, and the wives confess at the end for all the stuff that they've been doing because the man is not the father to any of the children. Right. Um, and so the confession scene that we did, we did it on stools. And it was fine because, you know, it's still, I'm telling a story. Yeah. Um, so when the real production came along, um, I was offered the part of the wife again. Mm. But I felt like, because that's the thing, I've been working on my own project and mm. I really found purpose in that. Mm. Um I was going to work on the project anyway because I was I, I had learnt the song so he, um, they'd asked me to to be the vocal consultant on it anyway but then Derek said you know do you want to be in the show like there's a small part that you could play because it's not the wife everyone's looking at the wives but you could be a play a small part I was like it's cool small yeah part. yeah so I was totally up for it but um I think now when I when there's a, a job I always pray Lord what do you want me to do yeah uh rather than the job itself because you're not on stage for that long to be honest yeah. the show you know some people take a job because it's like it's just um, my scene is 10 minutes it doesn't mean anything but I realise that the reason why I have to ask if, if God wants me there is the fact that you are going into a place and you're mixing with so many different people and situations and things that because we're all creative we're all slightly a bit on edge as well yeah but, you know you can yeah get into arguments really easily yeah. or people are so passionate it's quite about a loaded environment yeah. isn't it really passionate about what they do and who they are and yeah everyone's trying to you know be original mm -hmm. it's just it's a it's a melting pot mm. that i think the years when i began i didn't really know who i was mm. and so it just causes you to to be uncertain mm. but the the stronger i got in the lord it's like okay if i'm going on an assignment then the focus isn't on me yeah so to speak so um 
yeah, it's just things like asking uh, cast members praying together, mm. finding other Christians within the company and praying. And it's funny because people think that Christians pray against people mm. or something. Mm. But we were praying for the production, mm. praying, mm. you know, that there'll be no chaos, mm. that there'll be yeah. nothing. And you guys came together every, before every show to yeah. pray. Yeah, and, and we ended yeah. up having like a Christian forum. Yeah. We would share the the word and, yeah. and pray, encourage one yeah. another, and then we were able to pray for yeah. because people have life issues. When you're on stage, it's like the lights are on and there's razzle dazzle. Yeah, but off stage, behind the scenes, behind yeah. the scenes is what people are going yeah. through with their families, with their yeah. children, with husbands and wives, and being in that environment and being able to pray with people, yeah. just say, "Look, I'm just going to pray peace over you." Yeah, and they go, "Oh." Mm. Uh, you know some will say I don't believe but I was, mm. I'm going to pray anyway because mm. I know that prayer works and mm. they never say no to prayer mm. <laughs> no, you know you know, I'm sending good vibes if that's what mm. you understand I'm sending good vibes your way yeah um, and that's so, so good. understanding yeah. that yeah. it's much more than the job and it's much more mm. than you know the few minutes maybe mm. your whole speech is le- it's less than half an hour mm. but you're spending like four weeks in rehearsals yeah. Yeah. every day yeah. you know who has got bills to pay who's yeah. being, who's sleeping on the sofa who's wow. not at peace who is in the midst of and i learned so much because people go through so much craziness on the outside mm. when they get on stage mm. they do the work mm. it gets done and mm. then you know they'll go back to mm. it afterwards mm. but that just shows you that mm. people can carry or mm. we do carry a lot of mess mm. and we don't deal with it but we just do a bit and then come in and yeah you know it's almost so, like you compartmentalize it. Yeah. yeah. And I think God wants to really yeah. um, blow through the industry. Yeah. Um, meeting yeah. more and more Christians. Definitely. Yeah. Um, on jobs. Yeah. Who are bold enough yeah. to say that. But back in the day, everyone just be quiet. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, maybe in conversation, someone says, thank God. And I say, oh, you're yeah. Christian. But now, more and more people are becoming a more... It is. Like, I literally feel that. It's because as the body of Christ, we're just getting such a revelation of God's love. Like, and the beauty that comes from being in union with him, that it's like, we literally, like, I remember reading a book years ago, I think by Lauren Cunningham, that was called The Happiest People on Earth. Mm. And in relationship with Jesus, true relationship, love relationship with him, you do actually become the happiest people on earth. And when you go into jobs, like the one that you're talking about, no longer is it necessarily about how do I preserve myself but it's oh my gosh how do I take all of this and bless it and release it and radiate it because with you begin to have that revelation that because I'm going to be in that show or because I'm going to be involved in that project whatever the themes might be but I'm taking heaven into that project heaven's about to invade that project and what's what's um wrong will over time somehow become right but i i don't have to take on that responsibility i don't have to come into that project and try and um correct things or try and deal with or do warfare even though that's part of it yeah yeah, i actually just get to enjoy the cast and enjoy the team and enjoy the work and and yeah craft my skill and and actually bring light and bring love without judging but just enjoying and yeah. be enjoyed and just releasing the love of God, right. you know? So the burden gets removed. Definitely. It's just, it's a different environment for me. It's a different mindset going mm. into rehearsal. It's just like, oh, right, it makes sense that mm. this is what I get to do. Um, yeah. Thank you, Lord. But I think that um, through working on becoming, I realised that there are certain things that 
maybe the church are not ready for. Yes, yeah. And so um, I felt, I mean, with every job I get, I go through my family. Yeah. If I get anything dodgy that I'm not sure about, you know, when I pass it through, I'm like, I say to my husband, oh, you know, this is the latest script that I've got. I'm reading mm. through. Um, mm. And he'd be like, and I say, oh, I think I can do it. He'd be like, why not? Mm. because uh and then he'll interrogate me yeah 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 um, which is to, so healthy to not yeah. give the first thought that oh maybe yes. i can't do it because yeah. I, cause that yeah, yeah, that yeah. other job i i we went back and forth a lot mm. and he was just like look just go shine mm. just go mm. do you it's mm. it's fine yeah and i i respect that so much because i know for me like obviously i'm i'm one of your friends that didn't come to watch <laughs> that show um but you know i like my own story, you know, coming out of like a life of yeah. promiscuity and yeah. a life where, you know, I kind of went through so much dysfunction when it came to sexuality and all of that stuff that I, you know, when it comes to entertainment, I'm so cautious mm-hmm. about the things that I engage in because I really need to protect my spirit. But I am the same, I'm the very same person then who then go into a strip club and I'm a chaplain in a strip club, yeah. you know, like I, and I will be in a um, nightclub ministering because that's part of my calling. Mm. And it's the same with you. You might never find yourself in a nightclub yeah. because that's, that's not part of yeah. your calling. You're yeah. not going to go to a nightclub for those reasons, but to do with your assignment yeah. and to do with your calling, you will go wherever God has mm. called you. And so I love and respect and honor the conviction and the loyalty to to your assignment that you have that actually mm. breaks off fear and breaks off, um, uh, you know, man's approval yeah. because that's what we need to do as believers. But that could look different for me than it does yeah. for you. Yeah, and we actually absolutely. have to give people permission exactly. to stay true to that conviction. But not judge anyone mm. and respect and honor and actually champion one another yeah. to go wherever the Lord has called them to do because they're the places that we can't tread. Yeah. You and know? Even, even, even you, even Io, you guys can't even, as believers, can't, you, Io shouldn't really be saying, how can she do that? How can mm-hmm. she go to the club? Yeah. No, yeah. it's the same way you can say, yeah. how can you do a show yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, it's like, you know, and one thing I love about Io is whatever she's going to do anything, you know, apart from talking to the family, she has a, a, a praying team yeah. around her. Yeah. People she trusts, either like yourselves, yeah. Yeah. you know, and people she's accountable to, where she gets them, listen, I'm going into this thing. You know, I know God is sending me in there. Pray. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know, cover me. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is, it's not just even going and say, oh yeah, God will take care of me. There, there is a process, mm-hmm, mm, you know, mm, mentally, mm, spiritually mm, mm, that needs to happen. Mm. And, I, and I strongly believe that as Christian, it's about empowering each other. So if someone's yes, like, oh, I'm yeah. going to go in a strip club, man, somebody needs to go in there. Yeah. And you're going, I'm praying yes, for you. Yes, I'm God covering you strength, in prayer. Covering totally, you. And that, that's yeah. what we need. Instead of the Christians going, how can I do this? I do this. And we need to stop that. Instead, we need to start empowering each other because the truth of the matter is um even take the church for example the church is not even equipped enough to deal with some of these issues like and some of the loss they they, they can't even offenders coming into your church how do you deal with that but yeah there are people in the body of christ that have been in prison before Mm. and, and they're able to Relate to relate connect, to yeah. those. So yeah. you give those people room yeah. and you say to them, yeah. how can I empower you? 
to do this mm-hmm. thing, you know, mm-hmm. that you do because I don't know, I can't do it mm-hmm. to be exactly. honest with you. Yeah. But at least I can sow yes. into yeah. your life because yeah. what you're doing, you're changing yeah. a life. Totally. It's not what it's yeah. all about. It's about changing yeah. a life and that's that's the bottom mm-hmm. line. It's it's I not agree. it's not about yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah. That's so good. And that's why when I would hear the testimonies that I would share from mm-hmm. the show, like uh I was so so blessed and actually in hindsight I I wish I had gone Mm -hmm. you know like when I actually I mean the reason I didn't go is because I ended up reading a a review review. (laughs) and I mean Aya you sent me that review you know and it was such an off-key review in the sense it was all about oh this is like sex on wheels and And in the end I found out that actually they had just probably written that review just to hype it up you know and it ended up not being that and Mm. in hindsight it's definitely a lesson learned Mm. for me so I am sorry my love that I actually oh, didn't come right. and support you. I wish I had, um, but I think I was really just trying to guard my eye mm-hmm. gates and, and my have, ear gates, yeah. you, you know, you because to. that's how I live yeah, my you, you life. Um, but I, but I do think as creatives and as Christians and as just people that are really striving for healthy emotions mm-hmm. and true wholeness, I think we learn every single day uh, and we become more and more liberated you know whom the sun has set free is free indeed and Mm. every single day that liberation gets more and more um and it just gets unveiled in a greater way and I am freer today than I was Mm. three months Mm. ago or six months ago so it was definitely a lesson learned um but just going back to Manny but what you said about the church like I I do think it's changing like Mm. I think you know like when Jesus's love is in the mix it's like our own looking at you know um the splinter in other someone else's eye and not looking at the log Mm. in our our eye like we we get set free from all of that Mm. stuff and thank god for the arts and entertainment mountain because i feel like that is a key place that the lord is moving right now with his love and that as believers that we've been raised up for such a time as this to be an expression of his beauty of Mm. jesus's majesty and his creativity but then his love and his acceptance Mm -hmm. as we go into the entertainment industry and we showcase his that spirit of adoption and just that love and generosity so i truly believe that the body of christ is changing in the approach towards arts and entertainment because we're getting set free Mm, and the more we get set free the more our generation is going to get liberated you know and i really i really bless god because i think having um good spiritual yes yeah yes Um, yeah because there are some churches if you said oh i was going to a strip club yeah be like who's sending you there yeah 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 as a member of this church yeah it's funny some people think oh you know does that still happen it does happen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we're in a place where our pastors are like you know they trust yes us yeah you know and they're like they trust god in us don't they yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and and they're like you know what if just you do what you mm. got to do and you're not condemned mm-hmm. which yeah. makes you even freer to you're encouraged more. like yeah. yeah they they like i remember when pastor rod was just like um bobby come and share with the congregation the, yeah. about the work that you've been doing in strip club because our pastors and and many many leaders in in the body of christ are so hungry to share the god story mm-hmm. of how jesus's love is showing up in the dark places and how he's at work and the way his beauty is actually coming and redeeming the broken yeah. in in our society and christians like we we as a people 
like we we get excited when we hear about God doing these things. It's like a catalyst for such fresh hope. Yes. Um, and yes. I, I just think it's growing, um, growing and growing and growing in the body. Um, but guys. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot believe that more than an hour has already flown by. Oh my goodness. Like I could actually talk to you both for days wow. months years you're quite good you're, you're quite all right you know? thank you manny um i would love to ask you both to pray if that's okay um for the arts entertainment um i would love um yeah just pray whatever, whatever is on your heart but what i'm feeling <laughs> no 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 pray so whatever's you on your pray? heart why don't you pray? um okay cool because you're feeling something and but but it's your I'm feeling for I'll tell you what I'm feeling then you can tell me it's like I feel that Manny the way you have championed people and waited on the Lord and um, yielded your own creativity though you are so gifted I feel like there is so much gold in that that I would love for you to pray Mm. for anyone who's in the incubation of just waiting and trusting knowing that they they've got greatness inside of them yeah. so that's what I, I would love for you to pray no, and then for Io man as a creative you know just the just the conviction that you walk in that steadfast surety of confidence that has been established inside of you like just release that you know come on guys right, do it let's do this, let's do this. <laughs> um, Lord I just want to really thank you for Jesus uh, yeah uh, God I, I really give you praise mm, for Jesus um, yeah our lives are totally transformed. Yes, yeah. Um, and what Christ did for us is mm. just mind-blowing. Yeah. And we are a reflection right now mm-hmm. of your glory. So, Lord, I just thank you for every creative out there. Um, yeah. One thing you've shown me about patience is trust in you. Yeah. And because your plans for us are of good and not of evil. Mm-hmm. That brings us comfort. Yeah. So Lord, I ask every creative right now that is itching to want to run, I yeah. want to do this, Lord. I just pray your peace like mm-hmm. you have shown me. And mm-hmm. it's real mm-hmm. that that same peace, Father, will come upon them. That each person will understand that you're the one that we're running this race for. Yeah. And the funny thing is you set the race. Yeah, thank you, Lord. It's not even us. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, I pray your peace on every heart, every creative heart, that they know that the gift is not being wasted. Mm -hmm. It's just being developed for a time and a purpose. Yes. So I thank you for the weight. I thank Mm -hmm. you for the training. I thank you for the development that you're Mm -hmm. doing. Mm -hmm. That they will allow you to finish. We will allow mm-hmm. you to finish yeah. what you have started. Yeah. Because yeah. you do things good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So, Father, thank you. Yes. Thank you for the vision. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the how great and massive it looks. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yeah. We choose to trust you. Yeah. We choose to lean on you. Yeah. So, thank you for every heart. It's not wasted. Yeah. I feel God is saying that, you know, um, some of you may feel like, you know, 
this thing I just want to rush into. I just want to do it now because I feel like I'm going to die, you know, if mm-hmm. I don't run and mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. The amazing thing is the time in this period, he's actually talking. Yep. So the question should be, God, what are you saying? And even in this stillness, what are you saying? Yeah. Because there are big clues he's dropping. So Father, open the ears. Mm-hmm. Open the eyes. Open the heart of every creative father listening. Even in this nation. Yep. That they would accept that which you have set for them, Father. And and the process, which is one thing we never want to wait on or mm. trust. Yeah. That we will trust your process. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm. Not our process. Yeah. So thank you for your peace again. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, I just hear the word confidence. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Father Lord, I thank you that you're empowering your children yeah with your confidence yes, that you are building them up on the inside mm. to be courageous to be strong to be full of you and to know who they are mm-hmm. without a shadow of a doubt um yeah jeremiah 1 5 says before i formed you in the yeah. womb i knew you mm-hmm. before you were born i set you apart mm. i appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Mm. I appointed you as a creative in this world. (laughs) I appointed you as an ambassador Mm. to speak truth, to be the light. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're so amazing, Lord. Mm. You are so amazing. Um, I'm going to go to verse 8. It says, Do not be afraid Mm. of them, for Mm. I am with you, Mm. and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Um, and nine says, then the Lord reached out and touched, reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. Father Lord, I thank you for every creative Mm -hmm. that is going through a time of turmoil, uncertainty, not sure if they are gifted or not, not sure if you've called them Mm -hmm. or not, Mm -hmm. not sure if it's the right environment. Lord, I just break the lie of the enemy Mm -hmm. and I just declare your confidence over each and every person that Lord, they will be the light. They will bring the light, but more importantly, they will receive the light from you because you can't walk in freedom if you haven't received it. And so Lord, I speak confidence and freedom over your children to be unapologetically mm-hmm. yes. who you've called them to yeah, be totally. in yeah. this time yeah. you, in Jesus name yeah. Amen. Amen. Amen Amen guys thank you so so thank so you, much thank just you. a quick reminder IO uh, your website is ayo hyphen d-e-l-e dot com dot com Perfect, perfect, perfect. So get in touch. I know I'm sure people listening are going to want to connect with these two powerhouses. So please do. I open Manny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for today's show. I hope it blessed your socks off. All social media handles and links from today's episode can be found in the notes section. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to share. 
you are most welcome to subscribe to the Living in Light podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, you can do that via Instagram or Facebook, or you can head over to livinginlight.co.uk. I cannot wait to be with you guys again. And thank you so much for listening to the Living in Light podcast. Because you're beautiful, so.